Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang along with Joe Aguirre and Connor. How do you say your last name? Are we here? Are we on? Yeah, we're on. <laughs> Valentine. He's uh, Connor Valentine from uh, uh, another new CMG podcast, The Chat Room with Connor Valentine. Uh, where he does amazing interviews with uh with uh, podcasters and and uh, Victoria, you don't even know this big surprise. You're actually going to be on Connor's show coming up. Yes, I am. I knew We're that. Have a good time. Okay, We're I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Today, I wanted to start off with everybody's favorite topic. We're talking about COVID. And now USA Today came out with an article. They say that this is a Herculean effort to finalize the plans for the COVID-19 vaccine. Basically, they're saying that we could have a vaccine by November 1st, but we still have questions posed like, when will vaccines become available to like everybody? Who will be the first in line to get it and what comes next? What kind of storage will we have to keep them in? And vaccines that require like two doses, all but one, will the second dose or when will the second dose be administered? Because I'm sure everybody knows that you can get it more than once, or I don't even know how that works, or if that has anything to do with it. And information about whether a certain vaccine works or doesn't work in specific populations, such as the elderly, pregnant, women, or the young. I also know that there's two different strands of the virus going around one for the east coast and one for the west coast so what do you guys think do you think that this is a probable thing that's happening or are they just filling us with just unrealistic hope well it seems to me that that's all that the president has at this point is Mm -hmm. to you know he keeps insisting that there's going to be a vaccine before the election yeah which which nobody no agrees with that. Um, you know, look, he's going to say whatever he can. He was also talking about a stimulus package bigger than the Democrat stimulus package, even though he knows Mitch McConnell wouldn't won't even give it the time of day. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, we'll start talking about the Russia uh, disinformation campaign that he and Rudy Giuliani are pushing again, even though it's been debunked. And I think what you have is a desperate president who's willing to risk people's lives at this point. With COVID raging out of control, up to 220,000 deaths, mm-hmm. over 8 million cases. Uh, this is really serious. And, you know, he's just going to continue to go out there and 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 say things that aren't true. Um, I see. I just saw uh, uh, one of the government watchdogs uh, was was called into the Senate today to testify about the fact that the president and the White House continues to. um contradict the things that the cdc are telling people to keep them safe trump Mm -hmm. wants to get schools open and businesses open and the country reopen and i mean everybody's on board with that but to do it sensibly to do it with masks then Mm -hmm. i mean this this is this we've gotten to the point victoria where this to me it's it, it feels like a joke it feels like like they're just recording all of this for like a like a giant documentary about the stupidest person ever being the president because this guy couldn't be playing this any worse. And the other big thing I think that, that we might've noticed, and you see the, the, the close race that right now we're seeing in Georgia between Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I think people are just sick of the racism. I think people are sick and tired of the idiotic racist things that he says. And it's, 
I just think it's starting to lose its flavor, even with the people who maybe before were sort of eating it up. I think people are over it. They're looking for real leadership. You know, I don't know if anybody earlier today heard the 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 phone call he was on where he was raging against Dr. Fauci. Yeah. It, for anybody who wants to say Joe Biden can't make a cohesive sentence, listen to that phone call and tell me this isn't the rantings of an absolute idiot. Oh, it 100% is. And I was just going to get into that. I was like to discredit. I feel like the one person that we have giving us information about this or the one credible person that we have to get information about COVID-19 from is Dr. Fauci. For So for him to be discrediting him or to be shoving COVID under the rug even more than he has already done, it's so dangerous because the people that believe him, they really believe him. Do they though? Well, Connor, I, think... I, 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 you know, so Connor is a uh, right leaning individual, uh, you know, and I've had many conversations with Connor and Connor, if you'd like to weigh in and, and sort of give us your take on on the COVID and the president and how you think he's handling it. I do have um, an opinion and it, it actually has a couple of different layers. The first layer, um, before we get further into it, I'd like to make a quick disclaimer here. I was a Trump supporter for between 2016 um, and 2000, actually early this year. And it was up until the first debate that I said, mm, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't my guy um, to, to give a little bit of an explanation here. I, I think for people who lean conservative or right wing, um, what I'm about to say here is not uh, fact-based, but simply emotion-based. I think people that look to Donald Trump as some sort of almost um, I'm looking for the right word here. He, he's almost this, this counter movement in a way he he's this person that doesn't follow the, the status quo when it comes to a lot of things. And it, and that's what people find attractive about him. It's this person that has come in. He's not a politician. It's, it's a billionaire. Sure, it's not as relatable you know, to people. It's kind of the same thing as politicians. It's not super relatable, but it's something different. And that's what I think people really want to latch on to. I think people were really excited because it was almost a toss-up. But the problem with that, Joe, the problem with that is that it went from the idea and it went from this idea of, of someone who's been different. And it's kind of it kind of blew up. It, it, it Now the idea is going to be tampered with. It's going to be kind of made as a joke for anyone who wants to challenge the status quo again and going into COVID, you know what? I, it's, it's so hard for me to say any uh, president of the past or the future can, would have, would be able to handle something of like this, everything that's happened in 2020, any different way. But I think that Donald Trump handled it. I, I don't know. It's, it's, you really can't defend them if you can't. So I don't know. It's been a challenge. What about the debate made him like, why was that a turning point for you? What, what about everything else that was just like, nee, why was that just it? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, Victoria. For, um, I have done my research on both candidates. I know um, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I know mm -hmm. Mike Pence and Donald Trump. And both candidates for the 2020 election have had a past of saying very racist things. 
and mm-hmm. doing racist things. Um, Joe Biden has said a couple of things um, recently and during his campaign, like you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Um, he also at one point uh, told uh, the military, he, was, he must have been there for some sort of speech and said, uh, laugh, you stupid bastards, at military personnel. Um, that's not to say that Donald Trump has not said a, a lot of other racist things. But that's all that's saying is that both have or disparaged the military, which he's done a million times. Right, right. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. And the but the, so the thing is that both I'm not a Biden supporter. I'm not looking forward to a Biden presidency. I don't think it's going to be good. What I think it is, it's going to be different. I think it's going to be a relief from the high intensity of a Trump cam, uh, Trump presidency and administration. Trump had the opportunity to do so many different things. He had the opportunity to show diplomacy and the opportunity to really unite Americans onto this one huge idea that it doesn't have to be your same everyday politician being a president. And it didn't end up being that. It's frustrating for me as a Republican because we're going to have to look at history and say, you had Trump. That's that's hard. It's hard I have a question. How, how long does... If, if Biden wins, how long does he have to kind of level everything back out? Because we already know, like, things have gone so crazy. So we can't expect him to automatically just turn everything around, right? So what's the Republicans' view of, like, what's his time span? Does he have a year? Does he have, I mean, does he have six months? Does he have a year? Does he have two years to kind of... Mm-hmm get the ball going because i mean we're we're a four-year span and we already know you can't do anything as a president in four years right so what honestly as you know as a young republican where what kind of time span do you give i would give joe biden um you know what the presidency is the most difficult job uh occupation and none of us really understand what you know because none of us have been presidents (laughs) so Mm -hmm. none of us really know you know, what, how much, you know, time and energy takes behind the scenes to do a lot of things. I would like to give Joe Biden the benefit of the doubt. I'd like to say he can fix things at least two years, two years. I wouldn't say any less than that anymore. You'll see pushback from Mitch McConnell and other Republicans and you'll see it's it's right already right now. It's a little bit of a a civil war in our, in our government. Um, I don't see Joe Biden fixing that, but Again, for uh, Americans, it's not Trump. Does Fauci stay? You What's know, up? it's it's it, the interesting thing is, Rob. You know, he says that uh, you know, and you're certainly going to see a, a Republican Senate that is obstructionist, unless, of course, they lose the Senate, which at this point they're slated to do. But let's say that they don't, and Mitch McConnell is still there. Joe Biden, in his 47 years, is a do-nothing politician, as the Republicans are saying these days, has actually done a tremendous job of reaching across the aisle. Joe Biden uh, and and uh, John McCain were extremely close and were part of the gang of eight that actually got mm-hmm. things done when they worked in the Senate together. So, you know, it, I think if you look at Donald Trump, yes, uh, he, if Donald Trump gets reelected and the Democrats take the Senate and have the House, nothing will get done. Well, he'll also be impeached immediately, as one could imagine. So, you know, that, that, that could be quite the showdown that we would see, but the I listen, here's the here's the main problem. And here's what I want people like Connor to understand. And I, and I hope that that Connor can explain this to his brethren because I've tried. <laughs> I've tried and I'm and I'm tapped. Everybody knows lifelong Republican here. Couldn't couldn't do the Trump thing. Appalled mm-hmm. by it. 
And now I'm at the point where I'm so appalled by this entire party and the fact that they can they continue to support this nonsense while Americans die and the economy goes into the toilet because they don't want to admit. I mean, I can't even understand what's going on here. It, it, it's the a level of incomp- incompetence like nothing we've ever seen before. For anybody right. who wanted to insult George Bush as not being an intelligent person, what we're dealing with now is literally like the worst case scenario we could ever have. And the idea that this pandemic exploded is is coincidental. Let's be honest. I mean, any yeah. anybody, even if Hillary was in charge, maybe things would have been a little bit better. But this thing yeah. was going to hit. And uh, hold on. Be fair. <laughs> be fair. I, I mean, I think Hillary would have been dealing with the same information Trump has. She she would have been talking about wearing a mask and that probably would have again where victoria decreased you know we maybe we'd be talking about a hundred thousand people dead eight yeah. months ten months in, in, into this thing you know what i mean as opposed to as many as we have or as many infections as we have or the idea that the south is just like screw it i went for a walk in in uh in, in town yesterday with the wife and the kitties and we all were wearing masks yeah. and i was appalled <laughs> by the amount of a-holes out there that i mean i'm sorry is this like a big inconvenience for you, you white trash scumbag? Like, right. seriously? I, I I mean, Rob, I, I was at the point yesterday where, like, I I every time I walk past a person without a mask, I I I I I I, I was physically angry. You, just you know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. oh, I'll wear a mask, but well, you're like you're special. I'm so sick and tired of people on the right who who feel like they're owed something, who feel like like this is their country and we're just living in it. Screw that, man. I'm done with that. I'm so done with that. And and the idea that that you know, I I think it's this is a shocking shocking situation that we're in. That you have a president of the United States who's almost been glorifying the kidnapping attempt that was being planned against Governor Gretchen Whitmer. He had mm-hmm. a crowd yesterday chanting, lock her up. I'm sorry, but the president of the United Where? States is a complete sociopath oh, who absolutely. should be in prison and, and not coward. running for re-election. And Connor, the idea that that guy is like the face of the Republican Party should repulse every, every cell in your body. That the Republicans, that that the, the the party of family values and patriotism would support this this adulterous, disgusting, rapist dictator worship. I mean, are you kidding me? This is appalling. This is a president who's trying to tell you that the FBI that he put into place is working with the Democrats against him. I mean, and and I'll tell you what, let's talk about QAnon for a minute. If you guys don't know the QAnon stuff yet, look that, I mean, this, this just goes to show where the evangelicals are right now, that they believe Donald Trump is the savior. Um, He's going to stop this uh, Satan worshiping democratic cabal pedophile ring. I mean, this is the nonsense (laughs) that we're dealing with. When it when you're trying to have a debate with a with a fellow citizen, and this is the kind of stupidity that we have to deal with. I'm sick and tired of like Republicans are living in a in a fantasy world right now. An absolute fantasy world. You facts don't care about your feelings. No, facts care about evidence and information, and you guys have none of it. 
and it's appalling. I, I think I'd like to see Mitch McConnell honestly hung for treason. I would, I would want Graham that on too, for real. Because <laughs> I, I'm Graham telling you, too. there are people dying. You, you've got you've got the White House offered 1.8 trillion. Pelosi wants 2.2 trillion. Trump's like 20 trillion. It's just paper money. No one's ever going to pay it back because he doesn't know how it works. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's. Mitch, you know what Mitch McConnell's offer was, Connor? It was half of what would it even have taken to come to the table. He offered 500 billion. Do you know why? Because he doesn't care if you die or not from COVID. You know what he cares about? Making sure that the Supreme Court is conservative. That's it. Your uh, life doesn't matter well, to the do Republican Party as much as their ideology does. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. That's the opposite of patriotism. That's the opposite of family values. And that's the opposite of being a Christian. It, 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 it's literally the antithesis of everything they supposedly stand for. And I'll give you one more. Amy Comey Barrett, in 2016, you can add her to the list of hypocrites who said, a Supreme Court vacancy shouldn't be filled. How about two weeks before the election? Disgusting. The Republican Party is disgusting, and it has done a complete disservice to the United States of America. How do you respond to that, Connor? I'll kick back for a minute and listen. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, I will give you a response because I have a couple of um, – they're not necessarily – it's not necessarily um, discrediting anything you said because what you have said is fact. You can't discredit um, anything I, I said. I want to give a little fact, bit of so I'll to the audience. I'll be happy to pick a look it all up for you. Well, that's what <laughs> – well, that, that's what I mean. I'm, I can't discredit because it is facts. So what I am. So before I go into my little bit of a uh, um, response here, um, I the audience. Now, I have a um, wacky internet, so I can't really see everybody else's reaction or faces or anything. Everything's kind of frozen. So I'm kind of going based off of my hearing here. So I hope everybody kind of bears with me there. Um, uh, you're good, man. You have a couple Bearing. of responses. So the first response uh, go back. It goes. What's up? Hello? Your show. Oh, you, your show. oh. oh okay. I couldn't, I, I wasn't sure if everybody was still there. All the screens are frozen. But um, anyways, so the response is, um, first of all, uh, Donald Trump, in this moment in time, has kind of shoved his way into being the, and I quote, unquote, but I'd like to think that most real, genuine Republicans believe that uh, more, I think, universally respected Republicans, Theodore Roosevelt, um, Richard Nixon before Watergate, because Richard Nixon was not exactly, you know, Richard Nixon's kind of, he's a little bit of a debate now, but, and Ronald Reagan, my personal favorite president, I think are better reflections of the Republican Party, uh, mm -hmm. a little, you know, willing to work with others. That, I think, is a better reflection of the Republican Party. So Donald Trump is not the face of the Republican Party. I think that he is, right now, the face of a resistance of a bunch of people who are very angry. Um, and you, you talk about people who don't want to debate. I completely agree with you. The mm -hmm. right side has a very difficult uh, has a very difficult time taking the facts like you have, Joe. Joe, you just showed me a bunch of facts, and you can't debate them. They are fact, and they've been proven, right? So you can't debate it because it's fact. The, the issue, I think, with, um, 
with with the statement that you made about just the right wing is that it isn't just the right wing. So, the, what, so people like me are very very frustrated with uh, uh, aspects of the left wing people who aren't uh, because they are also not willing to debate. They name call as well. You can find all kinds of um, videos and things online, comment sections on social media. Right wingers do it too, but we're frustrated with the left wingers who are kind of doing the same thing. It makes, I think social media is a huge part of, of, of a lot of the discourse in our country. Um, y'all, y'all are mad because we're name calling? Say, yeah, I think that... Well, we are too. We're no, no, no that's what I'm saying. You guys are so mad because we call names? Exclusive to left wing. Oh, okay. No, I'm just wondering. I'm not, I'm purple. Not Remember, entirely. I'm purple. So it's... No, no, absolutely. No, I know that. So it's, um, well, it's a little more than just the name calling. I think that, you know, it, I want to, it's kind of hard to describe here, but I, I do have a little bit of an explanation. There are hey, all let it go. Just over the off world, it. Just off it. Full send. Just full send. United just <laughs> full send. Yeah. Don't, don't hold back. Just oh, send man. it. Whatever, whatever you're, whatever you're feeling, just off it. Just off it. Oh no! That, believe me, I know that. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to to organize my thoughts a little bit here so that it, it comes across as almost. It's, it's, I'm trying to humanize my side a little bit, you know. So I'm trying to organize my thoughts here and not sound too biased. So um, around the con, you know, around the world in England, uh, it's especially here in the United States, you see all things, you know, like um, it was like an inflatable baby Trump. And people wearing Trump costumes and saying, fuck Trump. And they're saying all, all these kinds of things. And it comes from anger. But I think pe- some people see that as a personal attack on the things that they believe in. And you see that yeah. all over the, uh, well, the, the right wing stuff. Um, Breitbart, PragerU, Shapiro Show. I think they internalize some of the uh, comments made at Donald Trump. And I think a lot, that's where a lot of their anger comes from. So some of the left wing um backlash that you've seen as well it's kind of fueling the fire a bit but that's my response to that um and trying to think well, what other points you made in that joe you, you, you real quick i kind of just wanted to take um what you just said about the name calling and about everything the baby trump the everything even if we're gonna go into like the really some people think it's outlandish stuff like the kathy griffin holding up the bloody trump head and everything i think that all of that is motherfucking fantabulous especially when all y'all did to my homeboy obama go to any historic museum about african-american culture there's how many blackface and awful figurines that y'all made about him racist horrible comments and also like the resurfacing of the kkk that happened when he got elected there was like an entire that. i just think that the name calling and any kind of baby trump or anything like that has absolutely no comparison to everything that happened especially what people are saying about joe biden people call him a pedophile and sleepy joe every day so even what's no evidence on exactly with no evidence like you cannot even compare what happened to obama hillary do y'all remember what hillary was literally falsely accused and people still believe that to this day everything was proved like she was proven innocent (laughs) like it's just it's crazy how y'all are so offended by name calling i don't even care like 
And then, like, I just, it's hot. Well, I wouldn't say y'all. I my mind is it's well, it's this is literally listen this is literally that bully situation where the the bullies you know doing the bully thing and then and then some skinny kid that takes karate kicks his ass and then the bully's like what's your problem dude and you're like are you are you serious <laughs> from the christmas story where the bullies like come and then like ralphie like beats the shit out of him and then he gets in trouble for it it's like that. I think everyone yeah, listen, universally <laughs> loves a christmas story that is such a <laughs> Everyone loves it's, that movie. It's stunning that facts don't care about your feelings, right? Until they do, um, <laughs> and and it's amazing to see again where you know what's the majority in this country? It's white, straight Christians, mm-hmm. and all they do is cry and complain about you know everybody wants a piece of the American pie, as if like you're not entitled to that when you come here. Right, uh, work hard and buckle up, uh, and they do everything they can to go out of their way to make sure that your experience isn't anywhere near what their experience is. And you know they com- they they criticize you for not serving in the military. I get that a lot. At the same mm-hmm. time, they worship a guy uh, who got five deferments out of Vietnam. You know there there's there's a lot wrong here, Connor, in 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 many ways, and. I, you know, my biggest problem, Connor, and 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 I'm glad you're with us tonight. And I, again, I don't want to pin all of the problems of the right onto one person. I don't like to do it to Mike Gaudiosi, uh, who we haven't seen in a few weeks. Mike is uh, actually in the process of moving. Although, if I had to guess, I wouldn't want to come on here as a Republican and have to defend any of this stuff. This is like a like an impossible task. You know, again, Rudy Giuliani right now. In cahoots with Steve Bannon, who was recently indicted for fraud. Again, this can't feel good, Connor, right? I mean, all of these guys, seven seven Trump guys now indicted for crimes against the United States. That's not good. It is um, very difficult to support Donald. Any, and I'm again, I'm not necessarily a Trump supporter anymore. I was, I was for a while because for me, again, without any facts, this is just simply opinion and emotional based. It was almost like he was advocating for the things I believed in and he was taking a stand against people that that just seemed like they were out to kind of get people, again, opinion-based, not factual-based, that kind of were almost going against, you know, the lifestyle of some someone I like like me. So it almost felt like Trump was like a champion of people like me. It's now very um, it's now very true that it, he isn't, and he's really just off doing his own thing in his own world. And I want to actually bring up the reason why I stopped being um, a, a supporter of his. Um, that was the first debate, the first debate where he did not denounce the Proud Boys uh, and he didn't directly denounce white supremacy. Now, I know that in a press conference of his in 2017, he actually did denounce white supremacy in the KKK. But for me, what I didn't like that evening was that he didn't denounce it when the majority of Americans were watching the first debate. He should have been very, you know, it shouldn't have been something to hesitate about or debate. It should have been, I denounce white supremacy. And I didn't necessarily like Joe Biden's response either. I didn't like that he didn't denounce the, the violent acts um, in the streets being done by um, Antifa. And Did I think know? that neither he, 
he said it was an idea. He said, you know, Antifa isn't a group, it's an idea, but yet they have flags and they have, you know, yet they they're organizing. Flags? They don't they, they don't do. have they no have true a, organization. Like where's Antifa? their headquarters? Who's, where's their website? Who's their leader? Because they had Antifa all Where do they go? Where's door? their training grounds? Like the militias in, in, in Michigan. Where's the Antifa? I don't I don't know where that is. Where's the Antifa training ground? No, if so you if you literally no visit if there's you no literally visit Antifa's website, it explains that there's no central organization, there's no central leader. It's an idea. The idea of being against fascism. It's like you idiots on the right don't know what the word fascism means. It's what we fought World War II for was to stop fascism. And these people also are trying to stop fascism. You should be on their side. I just think that it's interesting. Um, I it's go ahead, well, go ahead. No, 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 that's okay. Uh, you go ahead first. I'll, I'll come. I'll no, no, no. Side. You're still in, you're you're still in your you're still in your uh you're still talking. So go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I can mind mind can wait. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I I wouldn't say. It's difficult, uh, Joe, for me to support because, you know, it's when we say right wing, you know, when I'm technically, you know, a little more conservative, so right wing, it's easy to jump to the conclusion that I'm necessarily a like a proud boy supporter or I am an advocate for all of the things that Trump says and does. And that's not necessarily right. But the we case support Antifa and yeah. we want Venezuelan socialism. What I don't like about Antifa is okay. You're you're right. They don't have an organized headquarters, and but you know they do have the website. What I'm saying is is that you know the Antifa flag. Uh, it is red and black, and for in in World War II, uh, right uh, there was Antifa. It originated originated in Germany against Adolf Hitler, um, and because he was a fascist for Nazi Germany. And what I don't necessarily agree with. Oh, and also closely here, aligned with the Catholic Church. We should point out. Well, I wouldn't. I, okay, seems like All a right, good well, time to that. point that out. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. You, they had an alliance. Right. Um, Germany, Italy, and the uh, Vatican had an alliance, right. and and that, for the record, should be stated that until 1945, the Catholic Church celebrated Hitler's birthday on the pulpit. That should be something we talk about against because it's important. Okay, yeah. It's important. Okay, well, yes, the Catholic Church supported that. Adolf Hitler. Facts. Uh, Facts. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to. I mean, I'm trying to. I just have another one more you. question for you. Just, just a, just a question. I actually have. I actually have a couple. Sure. So, if you're yeah, going sure. to like take Antifa and kind of generalize it like that, and say like they have their own flag, they have their own website, that's like being like, well, the Westboro Baptist Church is just Christianity. I guess that that's the Westboro. Like, do you know or do you know what I'm saying? Ooh, I don't that like the, the entire Baptist sector <laughs> of Christianity is the Westboro Baptist Church because they have their own flag, they have their own website, and they believe in God. That is literally like the same ideal ideology also that was not really like a question that was kind of just i'm telling you that another That's right. question, uh, another okay question. I'm, I'm here i'm here i'm here to listen <laughs> go ahead That's okay. okay so i guess my question is if you were on a plane and a plane. the okay. pilot just dropped dead <laughs> Would you be like, I'll fly the plane, or 
this guy who has a really good opinion, he's I like his opinions. He can fly the plane. Would you trust that? I don't know if I even asked that question right. I think I did. <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it was it doesn't help that my it doesn't help that my internet's cutting in and out, so I wasn't really able to hear the the whole question there. But I, I think I understand um, a little bit of what you're you're talking about here. And um, I, I guess in, I guess in defense of, <laughs> I, really hope nobody gets, I, I hope nobody gets killed on a plane. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I I feel bad for anybody that happens on a plane. For it's very sad. Um, no, well, first of all, quick disclaimer: I don't support Westboro Baptist Church. I don't. I think they're I think full of hate. I'm not about that, um, mm. but but I guess in my defense of, uh, to to go back to my statement about Antifa, the idea anti-fascist, right? No one is supportive of fascism. Fascism is uh, is like a dictator rule. Uh, Benito Mussolini was in Italy. That was fascism. Adolf Hitler, fascism. Uh, I don't know. Would you, uh, Joe? You're you're a little more in. I mean, I'm in history, but not as a little bit smarter than I am. Paul Pot. Would you say Paul Pot was fascist? Uh, you could say that. Yeah, he was a he was certainly a dictator, military dictator. All right. Well, Paul Pot, fascist. Um, so I, I want to, you know, for Antifa, they're here and, and they're, you know, obviously, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give in because I would have to do more research in order to combat uh, your, your and Joe's statement about Antifa not being an organized. I'll give this, you, you guys got the win on this one. But the FBI, the is, FBI director was the one that said that Christopher Ray, who Donald Trump literally put in the place after he fired James Comey, it's his guy. So his guy determined that. I, now you'll have to correct me, Joe was, I thought the Comey files or whatever happened with James Comey. Uh, I thought that was debunked. I thought that was, uh, I thought that the things that he said was um, taken as false. I read that um, not anywhere right wing. I didn't read that right wing. I read that. I think it was. I think I think it was an article on MSNBC. I think if Don't you read something that, that Jim Comey said, having been debunked, you definitely didn't read it on MSNBC. It would be my <laughs> guess. You, it would have definitely was, been on some kind of Breitbart Daily Caller publication because nothing, nothing uh, Jim Comey said. Uh, it turned out not to be true. Jim Comey actually kept notes of everything that happened uh, and was also telling uh, a friend of his, a confidant, what was going on with the president at the time because he was so amazingly concerned. Again, I'll point out, like Bob Mueller, Jim Comey is a Republican. Um, so, again, it, it doesn't do much. Now, the guy that replaced Jim Comey, Donald Trump, got to appoint a new FBI director. His name is Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray and his team addressed Congress and told them Antifa is not an organization. It is an idea. The Proud Boys is an organization. The KKK is an organization. Antifa is a movement. It's an idea. Yeah. So that's that's the problem here. The people that are in it, like you're not official. Like I could say I'm in Antifa. Really, all I have to do is put on a black helmet, black clothes, maybe black shoulder pads, grab some kind of heavy stick. Show up at a rally. I start whooping ass. I'm Antifa. Antifa. That's it. There no, was you there's, there's no membership card to get. Yeah. You, either go out went, there, you? you either go out there and you punch a skidhead in the face or you stay home. That's how you become Antifa. <laughs> well, I, 
pretty much well, I, I, I ran into an Antifa kid when I was at the Glastonbury. Well, he claimed he was Antifa. He had all black on, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to help you guys here. I'm security. And first of all, you look like you're 19, buddy. Second of all, <laughs> you know, because he even tried, like, getting in my face a little bit to calm me down. I'm, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm definitely not the one to calm down. But anyways, um, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I just want to apologize, sir. I was like, what's your name, man? What, what's your name? Snake Eyes. I can't let you know because my group won't let me. So first and foremost, mm. what's your name? You're not Antifa. <laughs> and here we go to the punchline. I said, dude, what organization? Oh, I'm not going to say it out loud, but Antifa. I said, you're not Antifa. There's no such thing as Antifa because all you guys just ruin all this shit for me. And guess what? If you were really part of a real organization, you'd be screaming at shit. Oh, I get your point. I guess I won't say that. So yeah, he the Antifa's bullshit. It's a bunch. Honestly, you know what Antifa is? A bunch. Antifa's a bunch of millennial white kids that just wanted to get into the fucking fun, and then they thought about some cool shit that they saw back in, you know, back in the day. Hey, they Googled who was against the Nazis. Oh, look at these guys. Let's bring this shit back up, and then let's rally as activists or allies. So. There we go. Maybe take a little bit of heat off of you a little bit. Girl. I'm going to disagree with Rob a smidge. Okay. Because you're definitely right about it being privileged white kids. Yeah. But here's the kid. funny part. Yep. We can even all agree Hillary, on that. Yeah. Even <laughs> if Hillary Clinton would have been elected president on January 20th, Antifa would have been kicking the shit out of windows and throwing garbage cans through Starbucks windows. Either way. Yeah. I think so too. I agree. I agree. Antifa is anti government. They feel okay. like the United States government is very dishonest, is very secretive, and is slowly stealing our rights away, which is funny because a lot of the nutcases is on the right think happening? the same thing. But like, is that of not course happening? it's happening. Like that's it's literally happening. facts. It's <laughs> happening, but the extreme left and the extreme right are are like fighting each other. And and I mean, we we both recognize the problem. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, on the right, they're not as concerned about other people's rights. This is where the weak is left. You care too much about everybody. You're the kind of people who, like, if Trump was, like, literally hanging off a cliff, you would probably extend an arm and pull him back up. And then he would jerk you off. That came out horrible, by the way. He would then pull you off the road, uh, off the top of the building. Like, no, Trump, he probably uh, would. Die hard, and you would fall to your death. Trump probably would. Commas are so important, aren't they? <laughs> So, <sighs> you know, but honestly, though, I, I really think, though, is do you guys feel like as as a I guess I would say kind of as like a Republican slash conservative far right, however you fall in that line, do you feel kind of bamboozled oh, and like tri like oh, tricked? Not far right, not far right, far right, not far, very okay. dangerous. I, I, yeah, okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. So I would say um, more moderate. I'd say like a, like a conservative libertarian almost, but far right is very dangerous. You don't want to. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I, I say, well, do you guys do you feel bamboo bamboozled by this guy? Because I, I heard you say that like you know you he when he came into it, he came into an agreement of beliefs, and he fell into a lot of aligned aligned beliefs that you felt you know that you coincided with, um, and kind of taking about who's who. But well, with him right now, we'll stick with it. But do you feel like? as you started to learn him and grow with him, you, you put so much invested into him, especially growing, you know, you're, you're young 20. So by the time he was even coming up, you were teens, right? So as you got to really learn about him and grow and learn more about him, you kind of felt like, damn, like he's really, he kind of played me, but now do you feel like you have to kind of stick up for him and kind of the caveat with that or to go along with that, where do your, 
where I wonder where his morals lie and where it kind of cuts off. You know what I'm saying? I wonder where because I heard him say that it was the um the fact that he didn't denounce that Trump didn't denounce the Proud Boys that kind of like broke the camel's back. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. But what about like all the sexual allegations? What about whatever? You know what I'm saying? And when he comes back, I, I definitely want to ask him like yeah. where as a as a young 20-year-old, you know, conservative or Republican. Hey, there we go. Um, there we go. I guess right, I asked I'm you to get back. <laughs> all right. So as a next question, as a young conservative, um, conservative libertarian or whatever, right? Where do you because mm -hmm. oh, that's what I was saying. Because you were saying that it was the Proud Boys moment that kind of ended it with Trump for you. I'm just shocked yeah. that it was that moment recently. But what about all like the sexual allegations, the way he treats women, the way he I mean, the way he he treats his daughters like it's nasty. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like morally, like, how can you still align with that? And maybe you just felt like I have to because he's the he's the president. I have to kind of just stick with him, stick with him. Like, but where do you kind of like cut it off and sit there and say, you know what? I, obviously, you have now, but like, mm -hmm. why hasn't it been other things? Because honestly, even as a black man, him not denouncing the Proud Boys wasn't a shock to me. Mm -hmm. Him saying the things and pimping off his right hand woman when she was the press secretary, uh, what's her face? I always get them all mixed up. Sarah Sanders. Sarah Sanders, Miss Piggy, right? When Miss Piggy was getting <laughs> pimped off, um, that was okay to everybody. Oh no, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, there's when he's talking about pretty much rubbing and like literally molesting his oldest daughter, which we know he yep. he would definitely rather be married to her than his real wife. Yeah. And then the fact that you know what I'm saying. So it's just like it, it just kind of shocks me that 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 the Proud Boys was like that that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like when there's been so many other moments that you could have been like you know what f this dude this dude even though we have some beliefs now don't get me wrong there's some thugs killers and drug dealers that me and we share the same beliefs but guess what i ain't fucking with you dude just because you my morals say we don't you know what i'm saying so just just and this is just you know what i mean there's no right or wrong answer i just want to know kind of your mindset to it and you know i'm winded so sure. sorry it took a minute uh, I... <laughs> no hey, don't worry about it I, you know don't worry about it uh, I have two responses. Um, mm -hmm. The first one being um, why the uh, uh, lack of denouncement of white supremacy affected me personally. Um, as I stated earlier, the show, I do know that he announced white supremacy um, different periods of time uh, before that uh, debate. But the mm -hmm. reason that I was so appalled by it um, during the debate with Joe Biden was because uh, I'm part Puerto Rican. Uh, my grandfather came here from Aguadilla, Puerto Rico uh, in the... Uh, and I believe it was the, the 40s or the, uh, the, the 50s. But um, he came here with no money. Um, he came here with very little money. And he had to work very hard to get where he's been. Um, he was called many racial slurs um, when he came over here. And it has taken him quite some time to be able to, to, to um, kind of make a name for himself here. So I have family that's in Puerto Rico. I'm, not, I'm part white. And denouncement of white supremacy for me is a no-brainer because there's so many different kinds of people out there, and there is no supreme people. Um, you know, I, I was sure. raised on the idea of exactly. I was raised on the idea of hard work. I was raised on the idea of uh, color of skin shouldn't matter because I have white family and Latino family. Mm -hmm. 
denouncing white supremacy for me was essential, especially that night. And when he had such a difficult time doing it, it was not only offensive, but it was, it, it made me lose a lot of faith in him, you know, but okay. the idea, um, the other thing too, is that all of the things he said, right? So he, he's, you know, early on, you know, grabbing women by their private parts and all of the other horrible things he said about, you know, it's almost de just degeneracy. Um, I, I understand uh, that Trump it will go down in history as the president that personified this. This is almost his thing, but we cannot forget. And I know that I think everybody in this, on the show right now can agree is that every president, not to say that it's better or worse than Donald Trump, but every president before him and probably after him are going to have scandals, are going to have things that they've said in the past, are going to have things that are very controversial. Obama, and I name one, other than cigarettes Barack and Obama. weed. So Barack Obama, what was good brought up Barack Obama is that he didn't have, he had a clean slate in terms of his diplomacy and, and, and the way he presented himself. He was a very good speaker and he was very personable. Mm -hmm. um, he had things in his... He had he did things during his presidency that I agreed with and disagreed with. So I could say Barack Obama. Uh, I know Ronald Reagan, my favorite president, mm -hmm. uh, personally had said some things that were actually just revealed um, recently in a phone call that he had made to Richard Nixon. So I know he's not perfect, right? Hey, don't forget every, the Iran Contra scandal where we were literally selling arms to the Iranian government and taking the cash to fund a war in Nicaragua. Those oh, yeah. are the kinds of things that this country does. And and uh, again, Connor, my daughter's name is Reagan. So, you you know, and, and I was a huge Oliver North fan uh, back in, in 1986 while all of this amazingness was going on. But what about ism doesn't doesn't do it for me. I didn't uh, vote for Barack Obama, and I don't I, honestly. I don't care what he did. I hear people bring up Fast and Furious, which was a CIA program that he had nothing to do with. Mm -hmm. So there, there, there were no scandals in the Obama administration, and you know why? Because he was black, and he couldn't, he or couldn't. there would never be another black president again. Right. I, he I didn't even out. hold on. He didn't even have a scandal. He didn't even have a scandal, but America was so petrified after eight years of a black dude that they were like, sorry, white woman, no good. Need an old white guy. Bat shit crazy will do. And that's exactly where we ended up. This this was eight years of birtherism. This was eight years of racism. And we've had some people on the show before who cried and complained that for eight years... Let me tell you something. Nobody in eight years when Obama was president did I get called racist for disagreeing with the president because my 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 arguments against the president were all intellectually thought out and based on policy, right. not on personality right. or not on race. So there's a huge difference there. OK, right. I remember right. when Obama ran for president, mm -hmm. I was very concerned about his socialist, his socialist views and and how awful that was going to be. And how we were going to sell the country out. None of that happened. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. the economy ended up in the best shape it had been in since the Clinton years. Equality was actually starting to happen in this country. We started talking about things like police brutality and racism. Right. And then this, this son of a bitch came into office and just like threw gas on all the fires. For anybody who's okay with that, there's something wrong with you. And 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 you can't hide behind you love America because you clearly do not. 
and, and even- I, I'll tell you this: I, there, there, there's not a person on this planet, not not anybody on the right, because I'll I'll run circles around anybody uh, as far as constitutional knowledge and and presidential and just American history. Uh, it it's where I spent. My college years, that's the only education I got while I was in college was things that were related to history, okay? I know all this stuff. I believed all of this stuff. I was a Fox News consumer, Connor, for a really long time. And then when I stopped, everything sort of made sense. Again, you separate the religious elements of all of your arguments and you have nothing, literally nothing. That's another question that I wanted to ask. Is religion kind of a part, or was that ever a part of it for you? Because well, I know that I'm you Catholic. do keep the conservative part of it. Like, yeah, you're saying that you're kind of a libertarian now. You're not really going by Republican, but you notice that you do keep the conservative part in there. And I feel like that is kind of the most detrimental. I kind of really want to know what that entails. Well, I'm Catholic. Um, <laughs> I am a regularly practicing Catholic. But um, and and for a, a period of my, uh, of uh, during the Trump administration, so there was a period of my time where I was very deep into the right, never so far right where I was starting to go into any of the really um, bigotry and um, the, the racism, never that far, but far enough where I was starting to think that the left was the absolute enemy of this country without any doubt in my mind. That has very much changed almost entirely where I have become you know, this far right. And I've gone right about here. And it's because I've been able to talk to people who have very different opinions from me. My best friend is a liberal Demo or well, she's an independent, but she's a liberal, um, bisexual, um, uh, African-American woman, right? My absolute best friend. And she has been able to completely enlighten me and tell me. Rob wants that to meet her. My- it seems like <laughs> he literally <laughs> oh, she is <laughs> so kind. She was so kind. It makes you know, sense, and, though. But, it, but what she brought to light for me. <laughs> well, mate, what's up? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Okay. Um. Well, from you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my internet's lagging. That's why. So delayed responses. But um, she, you know, brought me to light and said, "You are not the enemy of the American people. Your beliefs, the things that you stand for, are not against America. It's just Donald Trump." Joe Biden isn't, you know, a, a reflection of, of the left or, you know, anything like super extremist. He's just to get this guy out of here just so we can kind of stabilize things again. And, you know, he, and she, but she was able to really enlighten me into ideas. Now, I still have my conservative um, beliefs, my Christian beliefs and all things like that. But she helped me be able to understand things I don't I still have a hard time with but more than I ever have so I have her to thank for that and it's really allowed me to um oh we're getting a we're getting a, a tweet here live, Joe, can live you read this for us? yeah may I can I read this yeah, <laughs> Governor Cuomo yeah, go, go. has done tremendously poor leadership skills in running New York bad time for him to be writing and promoting a book especially since he's done such a poor job with COVID and crime so many unnecessary deaths the city and state it's sunk Who- is this guy like you could play him thank you new york, is, new york is doing better than everywhere than the white house literally new york has done amazing things since early on in the, yeah. and, and, and we should again the president of the united states 
should be on the phone with Andrew Cuomo mm-hmm. and asking him how he pulled this off. Vermont's and he should better. get all the other governors on there, all the idiots down south, and they should all listen to what Governor Cuomo has to say. It's funny. You just saw the comment from Tyler, too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Trump says if Biden's elected, he's going to listen to the scientists. This is the argument, Connor, that they're making to you people. Like, you guys are that, that stupid mean. that the 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 seriously, he's insulting your intelligence when he says Joe Biden's going to listen to the scientists who want to keep you healthy. What a pussy. Are you guys serious? You yeah, guys can't see bad, through right? that and be like, is this um, guy... Dude, this is Connor. Not for nothing. This is the. This is your buddy that you're with, right? And and you're in a parking lot, and it's late at night. And he goes, "Dude, grab 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 that rock and smash it through that window." And you're like, "Nah, dude, I'm not gonna do that. That's insane." He's like, "What are you a bitch? Do it." And you're like, "Well, I I guess I have to." That's all Donald Trump <laughs> is doing to you people, and you're falling for you're it. And it's shocking. Right, right. But ultimately, um, listen, I was talking to uh, to my brother, who who's a Republican. Uh, we were talking earlier today. My brother is so, so beyond the, the disrespect that Donald Trump brings that office. You talked about uh, Teddy Roosevelt earlier. A lot of great Republican presidents in, in our past, Connor. And none of them, with the exception of Richard Nixon, has ever, ever carried himself with less character and class as Donald Trump has. So mm-hmm. just the fact that now the Republicans can say that the two most disgusting people to be president, the two biggest criminals ever to hold office were both in the same party. That's not going to sit well with history. It's just not. Here's the no. problem. And here's what these people, this way they, this is why they allow this, this, because I don't think these people are stupid by and large. Okay. But the alternative is, and, and unfortunately, they believe so much of this garbage about the pedophile rings. And I mean, it, it, the, it, it's so insane what these idiots believe right now. And you can't you can't fix stupid. You can't. OK, but at the end of the day, Connor, for, for most people like you, it's this fear of like the Venezuela socialism, right, that that uh that it's going to be all minorities and gays are going to be getting all the jobs and all the good spots, right? Is that that's what you guys are afraid of? That open border, so the Mexicans are going to come and rape our daughters. And we're going to hey, have hey, a listen, uh, rape, yo, of, I, I got to pause here. Okay. Mexican rape victim children. That's what you guys are afraid of. Yeah. That's all I hear yeah. over and over again. That's the rhetoric, and that's what everybody seems to be buying into. Because if you listen to Joe Biden speak, honestly, listen to a Joe Biden speech. And you can honestly walk away and be like, I hated all of those ideas. I would say that you're a liar and you're not being honest with yourself. Just the same. If you walk away from a Trump rally and you're like, boy, I'm fired up, man. This makes me love America and all Americans more. You're being dishonest because that's not what his speeches are about. Okay, Connor, I can tell Um, that you're frustrated. (laughs) uh, Well, not with what Joe's saying. Uh, he makes a good point. Uh, I, I am cap. I do believe in the capitalist system, but I don't like being bunched in, uh, with, you know, the idiots. I don't like, you know, you, I, you know, I, I understand what you guys are saying. Nobody wants uh, socialism, Connor. Understand that, that, the, that, that, and first of all, what's happening in Venezuela isn't socialism. It's a dictatorship and the, and the, and the governmental, um, label is socialism because they get what they get. That's not how socialism works. If you want an actual example, go look at the countries of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. 
Those are the countries that are practicing democratic socialism. And as I've explained in this show a hundred times, they're healthier, they're wealthier, they're smarter, they're better looking, they're more tolerant. They've done a better, better job. Looking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't be going, man. <laughs> do, you, do you know this, Connor, that these people, while they're in school, getting I, education or getting a government stipend to pay their way? Do you know I'd that like people in. In, in, in one of those countries, actually, all your food and allowances are paid by the government. The money you earn working is for you. It's for you to enjoy. And, and, and all your all your expenses are paid. You don't think this country could do that for all of its citizens? If this country is supposed to be the greatest on the entire planet, but we can't offer the shit Norway does? Are you kidding me? You guys don't you guys think that free education is like some kind of ugly thing or and that bullshit that education at being, that. Hold on. Human beings <laughs> don't deserve basic health care. That I that I might not be able to go to the doctor, Connor, because I just don't have insurance and I just can't swing it. In the United States of America, it's like, well, tough shit, buddy. Buck up and go get a job. That's okay. what that's what they tell you in this country. How could you say this is the greatest country on the planet when it treats its citizens like garbage? Okay, uh, I have a response. So <laughs> um, that's a that's a lot to uh, respond to, but I can give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, the first response is full force tonight. Well, what's up? The f- I said the fan club's out in full force tonight. Oh, <laughs> so, um, they're going in on the comments. I'm well, watching. the first the first response um, to to your uh, to your rant there, um, you brought up uh, socialist countries, uh, Sweden, uh, Norway. Now. One of those countries, uh, Bernie Sanders used as an example of success in socialism, I believe in either a tweet or a rally or, or something along. He made a statement uh, where he used one of the Nordic countries as an example of success in socialism. Uh, and actually the country responded back to Bernie Sanders actually saying not to use them as an example because they are not socialist. But that's just one thing I want to put in there. Um, the actual ideas that you bring up uh, in terms of universal health care and schooling and things like that. I'm going to get into in one second, but I'm actually, um, I'm very happy that you brought up why I think this is the greatest country in the world. I think, I think the United States is the greatest country in the world, not blindly. Blind patriotism is dangerous. Um, obviously we have had more, we've done more horrible things and we have done a lot of sneaky things behind not only our citizens backs, but to the rest of the world. We act like a world police. We do a lot of things that are, I would consider immoral and wrong. But what I like about the United States is that, you know what? There are things that we're still working on. There are things that we are continuing to improve on, but a lot of it we've learned from, we've grown from. We are no longer a country that does slavery, which we should have never done in the first place. We are no longer a country that um, takes away LGBTQ rights. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that we are getting better at. And a lot of these countries in all over the world have their good things and bad things too. But what I like about the United States so much is that people come here to make the best quality of life they possibly can. That's why, I mean, I, I think that America with all of its faults, with all the things that are wrong with it is the best country in the world to me. So that's my opinion. As for, um, universal health care and things like that, I'm no expert. Um, you guys are, you guys do a lot more research on these, on these kinds of things. I don't agree with it for a couple of reasons, but, um, obviously I would have to do more research to be able to come up with a stronger argument. Man, I don't man, have I'm just interrupt for a minute. 
Can I just interrupt <laughs> for a minute? He, here's the other problem. Research. Here's the other problem by and large with people on the right is you don't bother to do research about things. What you, you guys do, what you guys do things. research is what you don't like about something. If you knew what universal health care was or single payer and how it works, you would love it because the government pays for your health care. It's part of what you pay in taxes. You're going to pay taxes to the government anyway. You may as well get something out of it, Connor. And your, tax, and your taxes won't go to things like T-Mobile and Amazon and things like that. Because <laughs> they are currently. Okay. As long as it's better than the VA health system, I'm down for it. Because the government fucking health system Well, it should include the, the VA. And, and, and we should Jeez. take care of veterans as well. Everybody should be included in the universal health care. It's interesting that our Senate and our president and the people in Congress, they don't have the same health care system we have. They have a special one just for them. And when you're out of office, you keep it for life. For life. So, again, right. there's a huge problem here. And it's not necessarily Republican Democrat as much as it is the haves and the have nots. It's the 1% and the go fuck yourselves. I know too many veterans. I guess that where we are, everybody. Continue coverage, and they did way well, more I than. Don't... Especially when the jobs think... that offer healthcare grow limited, like every day, too. But, and and that's my other thing. Like I get it, kind of like you're, you're like everybody wants to believe that America's so great, but it, it's okay to say like, yo, we suck. If you look at the grand scheme aspect, of things, because because like you Especially led with everything that we pandemic. like you, you started with everything that just sucked. Right. And I was like, all right, he's going to get to the good. And it was just like, there's really no good right now. And even if you look at the past, we stole, we robbed, we butted our noses in business that we probably shouldn't even like worried about. Um, we've wasted our money and depleted funds just to cover our asses for years of mess ups before. And then those same people that have fucked things up or messed things up in previous years, they've just still been in office. So the mindset of America, yes, the mindset of what America should be or could be is amazing. That's an amazing country, but we have still yet to really develop that country. We are just lucky that we just have are so dumb to stick behind a piece of paper for so long. And stick behind a book and a piece of paper by the, you know what I'm saying? Instead of saying that, you know, yeah, this piece of paper sucks. It, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't apply to us. It doesn't whatever. And this book is trash. We've debunked this so many times. So we're just too dumb, but too smart to really realize it. Right. And just sit there and say, yes, the theory, the thought of America is amazing. But yeah, outside of like the other bullshit, it sucks. It really does. Because if you look at educational technology wise, Russia's kicking our ass. Why should Russia be able to hack into us? Well, because mm -hmm. guess what? When they they were built on those systems, they were built and built. And then when all that shit got this this Mussolini or whatever the dude was, right? Whenever he got disbanded and all those workers, they said, Okay, guess what? We're gonna allow them to do other things. They they educated these dudes so well on men and women, and then they just became amazing hackers and technology experts, right? So it's just like we we for us to be so great, we suck. We we really do suck. We've just been able to strong arm and fucking shug Nike everybody for the past a hundred and something years. <laughs> well, I guess my response to that would be um you're right about a lot of things. You are you're right about a lot of things, but I I, I guess my response, my question for you would be uh if we are as bad as we are, why are more uh, immigrants looking to come here to the United States than most places in the world. 
Well, simply, they don't that's know not true. It, that's simply not true. Right now, Canada is facing an insane influx that they can't handle. Nobody wants to come here anymore. And there are Americans who are looking to go to Canada after this election on both sides of the aisle. They've received so many requests in Ottawa that they're, they might have to pass a law because they're not equipped to handle it. So, no, nobody wants to come here. You know why? Because our health care system sucks. You can go to Canada and get free health care because the that country, that country offers socialized medicine. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing. Stop, listen, here's the and, thing. Stop believing the hype that people like Ben Shapiro, oh, this is the greatest. Everybody comes here. And if you don't like it, go back where you came from. No, we're, we're, we're not even in the top 10 anymore. And and I love you, Obi. There's certainly there's certainly one reason why you should live in this country. We have a freedom from religious liberty. There, thereby, uh, the the religion has nothing to do with government. We're the only country to this that day that still has a separation of church and state. Not that the I church know. will mind its place, because the church increasingly is trying to push itself onto American politics, which right. again. Is I wrong. Even, I cannot even agree with that when we have a president right now who makes every decision based on religion and, I, I, and nominating more Supreme Court justices who are going to do the same thing. It's absurd to me. It's asinine. And that was like the only thing that we had going for us. And we do not have that. <laughs> Well, right, because, again, people like Connor think that they're protecting uh, abortion, which is legal and something they can't screw with, and gay marriage, which is something they well, want to do away with. Not you, in. but that you guys want to do away with and you can't touch because it's already the law. And they're going to convince you that you need a conservative court maybe to try to overturn those two things. Meanwhile, a conservative court means you're going to get screwed in the long run. The little guy's going to get he's going to get it where he always gets it, Connor, because a conservative court is going to rule in favor of the big guy over the little guy. That's how it works. They'll also allow things like discrimination for Hispanics like yourself by religious organizations. They'll they'll allow that with a conservative court. So in effect, Connor, you're making situations worse. You're going to attempt to overturn a law that somehow violates your religion which has no bearing on my laws. I don't care what you people think. I don't care what your commandments say. Your commandments and my laws have nothing to do with each other. Do you know why? Because my laws were written by actual people and yours weren't. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, okay. All right. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just I'm just listening. That's all. I'm listening. I'm just, Tom, Thomas Jefferson and, and Benjamin Franklin wrote the laws that 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 we exist by our constitution correct right. yes correct. and i hear from christians all the time that my rights are given to me by god your rights aren't given to you by god that's 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 not what the constitution says and 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 the life liberty pursuit of happiness not. that's the declaration of independence which you guys often misquote as constitution lovers they love the constitution yet they Constantly quote the Declaration of Independence and don't know the difference between the two. <laughs> that is an issue. We should the, the should Constitution. The Constitution, the Constitution needs to be rewritten, and it needs oh, well. to be redone. And oh, for well. any idiot who's an originalist, if you think that leaving out civil rights for black people wasn't like a huge problem and thereby makes that document worthless in 2020 then you're a disgusting racist person. You have no other argument to make. There's no other argument to make if, you, if you're an originalist. 
Women didn't have the right to vote. Property owners didn't have the right to vote. Blacks didn't even have rights, period. They were slaves. We needed the 13th Amendment literally to make all citizens uh, equal. Also, it took until the 14th Amendment to give you due process under the law. So, no, the Constitution's a piece of shit that a bunch of idiots wrote 250 fucking years ago. Update the document. Keep religion out of politics. I agree keep with that, that. Keep that nonsense at your house. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be in civil discourse. We 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 can no longer be held back by like this this nonsense. Because again, there are people who are convinced that Jesus loves America. Real quick, let me. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read you something. And I don't normally do this. I screenshotted it. I was talking to my brother today. This made me laugh so hard. I I wanted to share it on tonight's show just to show you how stupid people on the right are. Are you ready? The the conversation here, somebody had put up a post um, about about Biden and Trump, and this it turned into a whole um, anti-Islam rant. So this guy says, my colors don't run. And he's got the red, white, and blue. You know, you can't bullshit me. There's no religion out there that is hell-bent on destroying America from the inside. Only Muslims. It says so in the Quran. Prove me wrong. That's the Quran, was written, the Quran was written in the 7th century. And as most of you should know, and probably don't because you're morons, Nobody knew about America until at least 1200, the Vikings, and it wasn't discovered until 1492, and it wasn't recognized until the early 1500s as actually being a new place. So, no. A new place. No, there's nowhere in the Quran where it it orders them to destroy America. (laughs) It's what racist xenophobes say. Prove me wrong. Yeah, read a fucking book. Read a book. The same same thing that I say to people when they're like, if you take down all the statues... How are we going to know what our history was? Well, they still have history books, you dumbasses. It would behoove you guys to start reading books and getting actual information from text. That is that is not just, again, these are the sort of people who, when, when you have these religious discussions, Connor, oftentimes when you talk to people, what's all the evidence of Jesus's existence? Well, there's four sources. What are your four sources? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Conversation's over. That's pretty much all the same source and dubious at best. Okay. I mean, it was a cult. And here we are 2000 years later. You guys love pointing and laughing at all the other cults out there. Yours is just, yours is, yours is just the third longest one out there behind the Jews and the Hindus. You guys are adorable. It's nice. If it makes you feel good about yourself, bless your heart. But it, 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 it can no longer cross over to become a political issue that people like me have to deal with. Your feelings on abortion, I, I don't care. Your feelings on gay marriage, I don't care. It's the law. If you can't accept it, you guys are all welcome to go elsewhere. Well, I do have two things to say to that. The first is you and I are in agreement. I, I, I agree with the separation of church and state as this is a country that is full of different people and no religion should play any part in laws that we pass for American citizens. So you and I agree. Uh, the second thing is, uh, 
I don't. I didn't like the comment made about the uh, about about uh, the Quran with the Muslims and uh, you know they're going to attack America. I don't. I don't like that at all, and I don't think that's appropriate because you know Muslim American uh, people who are Muslim have uh, you know it's it, it's a very small percentage of uh, people who subscribe to the Muslim faith that are um, terrorists. Very small. And it does not reflect on the entire uh, religion as a whole. So you and I actually both agree. Yeah. So that is a good thing. That's a good thing, right? So, but but you know that I don't. Th you know that is. Uh, but I think that that should be universally accepted. Unfortunately, there are people on the far right, right, that do not agree with that, and they are making problems for the rest of the country that really shouldn't be there. So you and I do agree on that. Well, it's good to see y'all agree on something. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> Listen, well, I, I just want to state for the record, look, uh, you know, I've had this conversation with, with many a right winger on this show. I, I subscribe to that, that, that philosophy for a long time until it got just to be downright racist, xenophobic and sexist. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't do it anymore. So when, when I say that, that I see the racism, I'm not some liberal. I'm someone who lived it, who saw it, who believed it and who got tired of it and, and didn't want to be lied to by didn't want to I be lied to by the people at Fox anymore. I, I didn't like it. Uh, it I Am just I, I just couldn't do it. Um, that's not true. I'm absolutely. I've given this kid more than his share of the floor. I've allowed him to uh, to respond to every question that we asked him. I don't. I, I, I Connor. I hope I haven't mistreated you at all. We really appreciate you being on, and I hope you'll be on with us again. Well, my point is, is uh, I talked to so many conservatives, Connor, who are not dealing with factual, actual information, and it's frustrating. I'm glad that, and this is what I love about Connor and why he wanted him on the show. Whenever Connor and I talk, he goes and he looks up the stuff that I say because he doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm lying. And then when good. he comes back and we talk, he's like, hey, look that stuff up. You were right. And I'm like, well, Connor, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have to lie to you. The facts are all on my side. That's the best part about being center and being center left. All the facts are on your side. There's there's evidence, empirical evidence of all of the stuff that I'm saying and all of the stuff that I believe. And I'm sorry about disparaging religion for many religious people. I I, I know it's, it, it makes my mom, it breaks my mom's heart that I feel this way. But fact of the matter is, is religion has done more harm than good since its inception a couple thousand years ago. And... I, I just don't see it being something that's helping the the current political discourse, which is spiraling out of control, mostly at the hands of evangelical Christians, which again, just makes you, like, are you guys serious? Really? A war on Christmas? Get out of here with that crap. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays indeed. Um, well, I hope I'm not getting the Dunkant treatment. <laughs> I got oh, that. Oh, no, no. I, you didn't get called up. a... That was very funny. That was funny. You didn't get I, called I, a bigot no, or a racist that I was cutting you no off and not idea. letting you speak. Oh, the dunk. Oh, okay. That's what he's no, saying. No, it, was, it, was a, it was a comment. It was, no, I found it funny. The, the dunk, it was a, dunk it's a suggestion that I didn't... I mean, I let you speak. I dismantled your arguments, as I told you I would when you came on, that if you said things that were false, I would correct them. And I and I look, I, I have no problem right now with Twitter and Facebook taking down tweets or limiting tweets that can go up 
if if you're if you're not pushing factual information, then I think these platforms and you guys on the right could cry about it all you want. Ooh, censorship and all that. If you're if you're pushing false information, I'm sorry, it, it, it has no place in my Facebook and Twitter feed. It doesn't. And if you don't like it, read a book, you dummies, and learn something. Hey, I'm done. I'm good. I, I'm done. I I don't know. I guess I just want to get this in because I kept seeing us talk about it and how the Supreme Court was going to be in control, um, responsible for the 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 border. Um, I I believe that that that's another thing that Trump's trying to set up so that way he can get paid and continuously get his boys paid. Um, yeah. That's his last little dying wish. So yeah. of course that's another reason why they would be pushing that. And I hope you guys see that. Connor, do you do you kind of see that? Do you, do you do you see where that's kind of being led to? Especially since there's been so much hype of a wall and really no no wall has really been put up as much as they said has, but everybody's been paid. That's better. Just do we do, do we not see for... where the yeah, I no, I just see what I see. I'm just saying, people like clowns, dude, and they don't want to admit it. And I understand why you wouldn't want to admit you got played, but you did. You got played by a professional con man. He's really good at what he does. He's great at what he's the big. He was the first troll. I think he's the first troll. Then I'm after him. So like, I just have too much moral morals to like really like go above him. So like, and it's cool. I I love like I don't ever get it twisted. If you're Republican, stay Republican. Just be like he's a douchebag fucking Republican, and he played us like a fiddle. Let's get him out, and don't vote for a person. Vote for your beliefs. So if that's what if that if those are the beliefs that you're strongly believing in, I don't understand how, but vote that way. But um, if there's somebody that's not, then. Gallup put a poll Joe out Jorgen today. Rob, I give a damn. What's that? Gallup put out a poll today. Yep. And the president is enjoying a 92% approval rating with Republicans. Mm, and the reason that is, is because we're two weeks out from an election. And everybody's And scared. for all those Republicans that are posturing that don't have the balls to do what I did. Oh, I'm not going to vote for him. I won't vote for him again. You're going to vote for him vote again. For him. I know because. you are. And that's why we've been pushing like crazy to get people to come out and vote blue. And I, I hope the, I hope the Republicans take the shellacking of a lifetime because no, I, I hope that they look in the mirror, they get back to what, what, what conservatism was in the eighties when it was something you could look at and respect and admire when it was something Americans aspire to be like, because it did represent patriotism. It did represent family values. It's none of those things. Now it ain't even close. To, to add to the conversation, I uh, have – I really I, – if I – I'm not a betting man. I'm, I don't mm-hmm. bet. But if I were a betting man, I I do foresee a blue wave coming to the United States in November. I, I think there's too many angry people out there with the Trump administration that are just – they want him out. So they're going to vote blue and they're going to vote Biden and, and Harris. And we're going to eventually see an America that has Biden and Harris. And I think – um, and that's based off belief. And I think that's only sold off of belief, off of no, people's no. views and what they not b- off of the person, just of what they want to get rid of. They want to get rid of the bullshit. Well, well the polls are in the, the Democrats favor. You know, the, the polls are the polls are in the uh, the favor. So. Well, it's not going to be easy road, though. 
Yeah, the polls uh, are in our favor, but to really lock it in, we got 15 days more until the election. Make sure that everybody is registered to vote. Make sure you go vote on November 3rd, either in person or if you just drop off your ballot. Also, make sure you can go check us out on clovercrestmedia.com slash divided we stand. We're also on Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to go check out um, all the other podcasts that we going on that are going on here. Connor has a podcast and so does Rob. That one is going to be on at nine o'clock tonight. And hopefully I'll still be making appearance on Connor's after today. Hopefully this was not too <laughs> dramatic. You know, hey, listen, I like to learn new things and I, there are people here that, that are, 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 I learn from a different perspective and I don't shut that down. I like to learn. So, you know, this wasn't too bad and uh, it would be a pleasure to have you on the show. So we'll, we'll see you there. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you guys can catch us next week. We're doing Mondays from now on. So you can just write Sunday. About time. No more Sundays. We're Monday from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys so much for watching. See you guys next week. Bye.